Hey guys, I'm Alice and I'm here with Kendra and Melissa and we are Three Block Chakras. We're here to help raise the global vibration and squash the stigma around meditation, self-discovery, and spirituality. Come learn, laugh, and heal with us in an uncensored and raw environment as we interview friends, family, and professionals who've inspired us along the way. Hey guys, welcome back to Three Block Chakras. Hello. Season two. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Who and knew? not on purpose either. <laughs> we just kind of took a break. Five years later. <laughs> yeah, right? No, I think it makes sense. Melissa did say we should take the summers off, so. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. It's almost summer again. <laughs> it's not. It's no better. Well, we definitely. Feels like it. September. October. November. December. Want to do high vibe, low vibe? Sure. Let's do it. Melissa, you usually start us off. Say low vibe. I think I just, I feel overwhelmed all the time for no reason. That's really my only low vibe. Mm. For no reason? Mm-hmm. You really think it's no reason? No, I think I get, because I'm not in the moment. Oh. Mm. I get in my head, I'm like, I gotta do this, this, and this, and this. <clears throat> yeah. So. So there is a reason. Yeah, yeah I, I need to work on that. But That's a daily. I, yeah, a daily practice, for sure. Like, no one really cares if I have dirty dishes. Right? No. 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 Definitely not. Or if I have muffin crumbs in my bed. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I, have, I have dots, pretzels in my bed. Also, I have crumbs in my bed for sure. Yeah. What? I have crumbs in my bed no. for sure. Yeah. I think most women do. <laughs> they just don't admit it. Also, it's like, who's the police to... I had that same thought, too. I was like, I'm not doing the dishes. And then Lila was coming home. I was like, I'm going to do the dishes. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't need to have, like, I'm on my own terms here. Mm-hmm. Just being okay with it, too, and, like, choosing not to do it is also maybe something you can try. That's hard. I know it is. Mm-hmm. But you also. You also. You also. You also. You also. I don't know. I don't really know what to help you, help, tell you with or help you, you with. up some kind of meta, on. No, you just need to ground yourself more. I know. Yeah, do the practices I think that I work. didn't work a lot last week, and that always gets to me. Yeah. I'm not structured. Structured. Well, and the holidays are coming that. up, too. I think that. Structured. Yeah. Always brings up a little anxiety with people. Mm-hmm. What was my high vibe? Um, Charlie did oh. really well in school. <laughs> she got a, she got a, um, uh, what did she get? A card that a said. A card that said disciplined. disciplined. Yeah. You were called being disciplined in the cafeteria. And she's been causing quite the ruckus. I was going to say, wasn't she being a little stinker butt? And not, but she got a good oh. card of discipline. That's I good. I don't think she's being bad. I think she's being normal seven-year-old. Yeah. But she's not. Like sliding out of your chair and saying your spine broke in the middle of class because you don't want to do your work anymore. That's an <laughs> issue, I guess. I just think she's vocal about it. Yeah. All she's, those other kids probably she's too. She's creative. Yeah. Who would think of that? Just spine just gives out. Old people do it all the time. <laughs> it's brave of her to just be like, oh, I'm going to try this. <laughs> See if it works. <laughs> and, and it, it does it. work. It always works because then the teacher's like, Charlie, your spine's not broken. 
And that sends her right into spiral. And she starts screaming. They have to pull her out of the class. And boom, no work. Oh, yeah. See? So who's... She who did need that shit. Exactly. Yeah. <coughs> Works. She I knows how to work the system. other high vibes, but I'm, I don't... I'm not ready to share my other high vibes. I know what they are. I do, too. Maybe you'll find out in future episodes. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. You probably will, either way, because it's going to go one way or the other, and eventually you'll be ready to talk talk about either yeah. way. Yeah. True. Yeah. True, true. But you should have high vibes about it, because it's good. I'm happy. For, I'm really happy for you. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Alice, are you trying to do ASMR over there? Nope. <laughs> uh, all right, so low vibe. Shit, I had one. Um, oh, that's my low vibe. Eric, you miss it. Oh, yeah, I guess. Well, I could say that's a high vibe and a low vibe. <clears throat> so every year my husband leaves in November, missing Thanksgiving for the last 10 years, um, to go sell Christmas trees. And he's gone for three and a half weeks this time. So, yeah, I miss him around the house, so it's a little bit lonely. Like, not lonely. Because I have my dog. But it's just quiet. And, um, but also I've learned to kind of embrace the alone time. Like where I don't have to do anything. Um, so that's been nice. But yeah, I think um, <laughs> I had an instance a couple days ago where my dog was <laughs> looking into outer space. You know how like, dogs have that sixth sense? And um, I was telling the girls. I definitely had like a spiritual... Connection, or what do you call those? Um, visitation. A visitation yeah. from my uncle who passed away a couple months ago. And uh, so there's always those things that kind of creep me out. And when I'm by myself, I always make sure, like, all the doors are locked. So those are, like, a couple of things that... And I was home alone, and the Spectrum guy came to visit and do something. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's always me that's like, oh, yeah, my husband's gone for three weeks. <laughs> Then you're like, shit, what did I say? It's like, my God, why did I say that? And of course, he's like outside. Of course, my mind goes, he's casing the place. He's making sure how many doors there are. Oh. <laughs> like, there's one, two, three, four, five, six doors into my house. Six. Because there's two sets of slider doors, front Damn, door. Damn, that's a lot of ways in. Two sets of slider doors, so that's four. But that's a lot of way, ways out, that's too, true. if you're someone trying to attack huh. you. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's a good, better way to look at it, Melissa. That's true. But now the sliders, but I also have my dog, too, so it's like, you know, okay. It's fine, Alice. Someone calls and says, I'd like to verify your social birthday. Could you verify, please? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Just a second. Stop. I'm it's... so naive. It totally <laughs> happened just recently. It did? Oh, my God, yes. Yesterday? Did you it, it happened it? yesterday, yes. <laughs> So, um, anyway, there's this phone call that I received two voicemails from a law office. It was a 616 number, which is like Grand Rapids. It's like, hi, we're just, this is Michelle from Vallejo Law. Just want to confirm that you have a current employee working for you. I'm like, what the hell is this? We don't have any employees. And so they left, and then left two voicemails. And I was like, I'm just going to call back and just see. And when it said, like, Vallejo Law... Wait, you called them back? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yes, I called them back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just that naive and so nice and giving. I brought the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I remember it saying, oh, debt collector was like debt collector or yeah. whatever. That 
freaking reference or for, you know, extension, hit the extension, and then gave her my reference number. And she's like, yeah, we're just confirming if this and this person works at your office. I'm like, oh, that name doesn't sound familiar. She goes, oh, you know what? There might be another name. And she said the name. I was like, oh, yeah, she does. I probably shouldn't have said that. I was like, oh, fuck. So I, like, called her, <laughs> called her other massage therapist. I was like, I'm so sorry. I think I just messed up. I just called someone and told them that you work here. She's like, no, it's okay. It's fine. I was like, oh. Like, anyway. I feel like those are both my low vibes. Okay, high vibe is I am currently in the process of getting my Revelation Breathwork certification to be able to host and facilitate breathwork for people that want to um, experience, like, physical and emotional release, healing using breath work, using like a curated playlist and uh, intentions. And it's been amazing. I have had six uh, sessions, practice sessions so far. And I have six more to go. And then I've got six couple slash group sessions. Um, and I can do those over Zoom or I can do them in person. And I'm getting really excited about well, doing that. Zoom about them? Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Which I feel like is a little bit harder because... You don't hear the music and my voice. Mm. Like, over a Zoom, you hear the music and then it cuts out, so, like, the music goes quieter. So, I don't know. I feel like there's, there's you know, positives and negatives to that because you're able to, like, reach, you know, more, more people. More people yeah. um, but you don't get, like, the whole one-on-one of the space. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I'm excited for you for that. Doing yeah. that with you was awesome. Thanks. I really liked it. I feel bad for Melissa. She was the, my yeah. guinea pig. The f- oh, the first one? Yeah, she was the first one. She keeps saying she messed it up. I don't Why? Know well, I don't know, because, like, I didn't actually cur- curate the playlist, like, custom playlist for her, because uh-huh. I was just so nervous, and, um, but I think, you know, we all need to have a first, and I'm glad it was Melissa. Yeah. You should do it again. That's <laughs> what uh, so I told her. I said, you need to do it again. Yeah. We'll do it again. I would definitely do that again. Yeah. That was awesome. Did you have diarrhea? Nope. No diarrhea. Okay. I was worried. So, you were the only one that had that, because, well... My friend, my other friend was nauseous, but she didn't do anything else. And there were, everyone else kind of just had diff- different, um, she did say that she felt like, my did friend, one friend said she felt like she ran a marathon. Hmm. But it was like an, it's an emotional thing. Yeah. So like you're, these songs, like these, these songs are um, put on the playlist for, to like evoke emotion and help you kind of get out what is stagnant within your body. So it's like getting out of your mind and getting back into that body. I felt super grounded and lighter afterwards. I didn't yeah. feel like any sick symptoms. That's good. Yeah. It was really good. I liked it. Sweet. Yeah. I'm excited for to potentially offer that here. Yeah. At the Waterside Wellness. Yes. So. Those I didn't, I didn't expect it to be so powerful. It was good. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad. I mean, it made me cry yeah. like within the first song. I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. I yeah. didn't cry. You didn't? I thought I would. I did not think I would. Well, and I think that's what, I think that's what's nice too is that you can ask the person too, like you ask them, hey, like what's going on in your life, like how do we get this session so it's really, mm-hmm. you know, curated and special and specific to what you're going through. And what's nice, I think, it was the songs. You kind of piggyback onto the issue to kind of evoke deep emotions and feelings and kind of get that stuff out i didn't really do that with you that's the whole thing i just used <laughs> i just used one of the i just used one of the other playlists that we've that we've used in the training which you know helped evoke emotion there was still some no i liked the song it powerful song weird, the emotion it provoked what what emotion did it provoke 
peeing out of my butt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it cleansed you from yeah. some stuff. Yeah. Even though you didn't. I, I feel like you're sensitive with that, though. Like, anytime you do yeah. any energy clearing, you. you That's true. I always do. Even when you I have Reiki now. for the first time. Horrible stomach issues. Yeah. It's very interesting. I wonder why. Clearing out, it. clearing out that cleansing energy. Yeah. Why is I'm, I'm storing it all in my intestines? <laughs> no, I think that happened that happened with me with oh, Joan. But also this is um what chakra is this? Uh which one? Your intestines? Well, just that's your sacral like that area. Oh, that's the one that's always locked up on me. The sacral chakra? Mm-hmm. You gotta start from the root and then go up, but Yeah, so your root chakra and your sacral chakra. Mm-hmm. That's because I let people and energy in there that I shouldn't. Yeah. Got to clear those out and balance them. Have you ever thought about doing somatic stuff? Like somatic work? Do you know what that is? Like you, like, like that's what, your, that's what mine is. Through that's, your hips and stuff? Oh, that's, it, that's it is? It is. It's a somatic experience. Oh. I want to get, I want to but I'm saying more somatic, like stretching, that kind of stuff. Like somatic, like should, movements I of your should. hips and stuff. Hip openers on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know I should. Yeah. I'll do a class with you or something. We I should would, all do that. Yeah, I, should, I, I still that. need to pick out the course I'm going to take. Oh, yeah. Because she wants but to do, no, a, she do, wants to do somatic healing. Oh. practitioner. I just, maybe after Christmas. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. And because I do massage. She's already licensed. She already qualifies to to take take courses. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. That's sweet. Oh. And it's perfect because I don't do it for myself. So that just, I feel like everyone who's in a profession doesn't practice what they preach. I'm mostly joking, but (coughs) I tell people to stretch and drink water all day and I don't do it. Yeah. Oh. Well, and that was like part of this whole thing is like we have to be a one degree above the person that we're yeah. working on or working with. But that's mm-hmm. just like an everyday thing. Yeah, it's just discipline. You can do it. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep you accountable. We'll just keep each other accountable. Have you stretched and drank water I mean, today, I've Melissa? Get, I've been getting stretched. I feel better now. <laughs> You've been getting that duck. I've been getting stretched. Um, Why not? It helps. Yep. It does help because your legs are over. It your absolutely, head. yeah. I and definitely. So yeah. it is in a sense. It your legs are over your head. Sometimes. I, I mean, you. yeah. It having sex is. Uh, it's very somatic. Very, experience. very. Mm-hmm. You feel very open. Yeah, your and, hips are open. Into yeah. that area, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. So there's your answer. Just more sex. You could specialize. <laughs> you could specialize in in sex. There you go. I feel like you'd be good at that. Sex stretching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that was my high vibe, low vibe. Oh, yeah, I forgot we were doing high vibe. Yeah. Um, okay, my low vibe is I was doing hair recently, and I slipped into a habit of that I used to have a long time ago talking about people. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. It was like I was venting about this person to another person who could understand it and I just took it too far like afterwards I felt gross you know like I'm like damn it I I said way too much I shouldn't have yeah like why did I do that I've been so well to not say anything and like not and just deal with it and understand it 
without gossiping and I just felt gross like I got like I felt gossipy even though that wasn't my intention it just kind of kept coming out and I couldn't stop it I could stop it. I chose not to stop it. I was going to say, I think I just did that, too. Yeah. So I'm That's such a bad feeling. That. I hate I when I do that. I haven't done that in a long I time. I when I do it, too. Me, too. Yeah. It feels really gross. I was just telling Marie about that. I was like, I don't want to know all the things. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Don't tell me. I did that when I asked for advice on someone, and I shouldn't have. Yeah. I shouldn't. No. It's like yeah. you're towards me. Well. Yes. Okay. Second hand. No, not from you. No. I asked you to check on oh, something yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About someone. And all it did was ruin my vision of them. That's true. Yeah. You gotta form your own opinion. I was gonna say I'm being present in the moment too. Yeah. Right. So that's my low vibe. And then my high vibe is that I'm really really happy and proud of where how far I've come in the last six months. Um I feel like I've manifested a lot of things into my life um, that I'm... Well, this episode is going to air first, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we've already recorded a few, so and I've talked about what I'm about to talk about. But, uh, so I'm getting divorced. I'll be divorced on December 11th. It'll be official. It started in July. Um, it's been a really fast process, but a long time coming. And uh, long story short, for High Vibe, Low Vibe, like, me letting go of what was not serving me and being brave enough to do that has allowed me to manifest like nobody's business I feel like and like um has made room for the things that I want and deserve and that are meant for me I think um in so many ways like I've got a I got a job like um I'm more independent now I don't have a husband that in a way holds me back from who I truly am um seeing somebody and it's awesome um yeah there's just so much that like I feel more you yeah I feel super aligned seen yeah yeah Mm -hmm. well Melissa's been saying that for as you do why what do you mean I still I feel like I'm still figuring it all out like well, I'm still I don't fi- know if that's the difference with the kids, though. Or well, I feel like I'm still figuring it out. What, you mean, like, the divorce? Just my new life. Mm. Yeah, same. I still feel like I'm, like, figuring it out, like, and there's so much still moving and shifting. But, like, in the end, aren't you so proud of yourself that you, that you like... Broke the cycle. Let go of what yeah. you shouldn't hang on to to make room for all that can be meant for you and need, need, wants to come to you? I think that... I jumped into something too soon, so now I am re-letting go of sure. something that's not good for me. I don't think I that gave myself sense. enough time. That definitely makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. So I feel like I'm still letting go of a husband, per se. Not really, but... Yeah, but I mean. it makes sense. Yeah. But, like, look at your awareness to that. Yeah, yeah that's what I was just thinking. Like, you're very aware. You've grown so much. Uh-huh. In the last like, year? Yeah. 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 I think if you get a divorce, you need to wait a while to, I don't know. Process things? I don't know what happened with me. I just got so lost in someone else right after, and it just was not good. Yeah. Yeah. But, whatever. Yeah, but you can't say it wasn't 
that that was not good because there's so much that you learn from it. That's true. I just, I'm still, it's still foggy. I still feel foggy. But I feel like the last, like, at least six months, you've been, you've been getting more and more bits of clarity on all of it and, like, understanding and, like, learning the lessons, I think, that were supposed to come of it. I don't think you're, like, through it completely. Like, there's right. definitely still things that you're questioning and trying to understand. But, like, overall, I feel like it's made you a stronger person for sure. I agree. I think I just realized how sad I've been. For so long. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that today. Like, I feel better. I was really sad for years mm-hmm. after my divorce. How long have I been divorced? Like, two and a half years? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's been two and a half years. So, are you saying you think you should have sat in with that oh, yeah. sadness and not seen somebody for, like, sat with your emotions and what you were going through and figured that out? Like, you, it was too premature to see someone or... Actually, no. Like, I don't think it was too soon for me to see someone. Yeah. I was already emotionally yeah. done from that. I yeah. just think. I feel like our situation is similar in that way where you're, we uh, we were married for a long time, but the emotions and the love and the physicality and all that were not there for years. Right. The relationship after messed me up worse than my divorce. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, you mean? Like, yeah. with, yeah, yeah. With, like, loving feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. But I don't think that, like, I hate what you went through for with all that because I hated to watch you hurt. But I also think without that, like, look how far you've come, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and look how much you've learned and, I mean, yeah, it wasn't my, like, yeah, no. It's other people's choices that hurt me, so yeah. I can't really. That's true. That's huge right there just for you to be able to acknowledge that, that it's not you, it's wasn't your choices that you made you were true to yourself and following your heart you know right so I think maybe I'm just getting over a breakup still <laughs> I don't there you know go. yeah and that's okay it takes time yeah and so the lines are blurred because of my divorce and then that relationship mm-hmm. it's all smushed together sure that makes sense yeah it does but also it's like on your own timeline Mm-hmm. Like, no one defines, that's what I was telling Kendra, I was like, no one defines <clears throat> your time of how you go through something, get over something, and move on from something. Yeah. You're the, your own person. Only you know figures. your grief process and, yeah. like, when you're ready. Yeah. And I'll say that, like, look how far you've come. I mean, yes, there's ups and downs, and there's always, you know... It's, I mean, that's, I hate to sound cynical, not cynical, but just, like, it's realistic to know that, like, going two steps forward and one step back, that's or felt like, yeah. six steps forward yeah. and three steps back, but that's just, I But feel we like, do that with a lot of things in life, so you shouldn't yeah. beat yourself up because you did it with a relationship, like. And I don't think you're beating yourself up, I just think you're just, like, I like kind of said, just, just being aware. Like, acknowledging Realizing it. everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it. It takes someone else to go through something that you went through to actually mm-hmm. see it from a different perspective. And knowing, like, where Kendra is now and where you are now, you know, you can kind of, you're reflecting. But no, I think that's it, too, because yeah. I look at, at you and you look so bright and happy and full of, I don't know, excitement. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I don't know that I've gotten there yet. You're getting there, though. 
Like, I feel like your energy has gotten lighter and lighter over this last few months. Like, remember that I told you a few months ago? Mm -hmm. Like, you seem lighter to me, and you seem... Like, I feel like you're you're healing, like, that part. So, So I think... I think it's... You've kind of healed from your divorce. Yeah, that that too. Yeah, yeah. I think that relationship has gotten... Your, your, like, glowingness from that relationship has gotten better. <clears throat> I think you just said, like, the relationship after that is what you're kind of... Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I guess. I yeah. just think because they, they ran so close together. Yeah. Not really. Like, it wasn't... But not... It wasn't, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's been a hard... I don't know. When I started my divorce, it took two years to get divorced. I've been divorced for two and a half years. It's been a hard five years, I mm-hmm. guess, maybe. So maybe that's the difference. You're oh, and then add like the loss of your dad and, in there, too. Oh, so yeah, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. You've had a lot going on. You've had a lot going on. And it's not like you didn't cry. We saw you oh, yeah. at your worst. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to make it seem like you. it was easy for you. No. It was not. That was the hardest thing I ever had to do. But, yeah, like, everybody's circumstances are different, and we all come here to learn different lessons, and so all of our paths and processes are going to be different even though we both got divorced you know our lives and I think too like having kids like I've said from day one like that adds a whole nother layer Mm -hmm. to divorce that I'll never know I'm thankful for that but like I can like that is a whole like not only are you trying to take care of your emotions and your needs and figure this out and understand it and grieve it for yourself you're all as a mom I feel like you're also doing that for your kids so that's a lot do you ever see like the movies where someone's walking away from an explosion and they look raggedy as fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I describe it. Well, it definitely doesn't look like well, that on the outside. On the outside, it looks a lot more graceful than that, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Just don't get a puppy when you get divorced. But also, that's <clears throat> that's also like, in our training, is you just never know what someone's going through. Mm-hmm. So like at the end of the day, like don't judge someone ever because you just have no idea what their inner internal struggle is yeah it's just like a reminder to everyone that though melissa looks like she's got her shit together she might be crying on the inside mm-hmm. or quiet i get quiet yeah you withdraw I get really quiet mm-hmm. yeah i feel like that's a lot of people well i get sleepy <laughs> you do yeah you do get sleepy when things are heavy that's true isn't that crazy how we all do have different processes mm-hmm. about that happens to me what have you guys noticed you get you get like short oh i know i was like how can i say this you get i can see it bubbling when we're here you're like zooming yeah oh yeah all over the place yeah Yeah. i can feel your energy when you i get overwhelmed i like yeah when i do that i like i say yes to things Mm -hmm. too many times yeah that's true yep thanks friends what do you what does kendra do what does Kendra do? I think I withdraw. You fake it till you make it. That too. Until someone calls you out. That too. And that person being Melissa. Yeah, Melissa always fucking knows what's going on in she my does. head. It's wild. She was the one always. that has been saying for like months, Kendra's not happy. Kendra's not happy. I was like, I don't know. Kendra's fine. Okay, yeah, so Kendra's should I tell the story fine. when you guys yeah. got it out of me? Yeah. So. Wait, hold on. Let me give some back. back. Okay. Let me give some context. Okay. <clears throat> So we took the summer off. Did we really record it all over the summer? No. no. Okay. Mm-mm. We hung out occasionally, but whenever we did, I think even before the summer, 
Melissa's always just like, are you sure Kendra's okay? Are you sure Kendra's okay? And I'm like, she's fine. I literally, I think it was no, like. it was always aggressive to the point where I got scared to say something. Yes. You're just fucking fine. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so then we decided to go out for a girl's day. Took my boat, which is a 27 fucking foot pontoon <laughs> boat that I drove by myself. shit up and parked And it. we went to Torch Lake and parked it. Before 4th th- of July, thank God, because I wasn't parking on that bullshit. And we had a fun girls' day, and then mm-hmm. that fun girls' day turned into... We were walking out on the sandbar. I'll never forget this. We were walking out on I the forgot. sandbar. I will never, because I was like, oh, fuck, I just said it all out. Um, and Alice was well ahead of us, going back to the boat. Melissa was by me, and she was talking to me. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. But she said something that got me to say, oh, yeah, I definitely got married because society told me to and just because it was the next step, the next thing to do. And she, like, you stopped dead in your tracks, and you're like, what did you just say? And I was like, uh. So I repeated it, not thinking much of it at that point. And you were like, okay. And we kept walking, and we got back on the boat. Alice was already on the boat. And we sat down, and you turned to me, and you were like, tell Alice what you just told me. I was like, about what? You're like, about your marriage. And I was like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. So, but still, I was confused, because I'm like, I don't know why, what she's reading into right here, because I've never said anything out loud at all about being unhappy or anything like that. And uh, so I said it, and Alice looked at you with, like, deer in headlight eyes, like, oh, my God. I'm like, what is going on? Why are you guys looking at each other like that? And... Alice was like, she's been telling me for months that you've been unhappy in your relationship and that something's wrong. And I was like, oh, fuck. Um, And then, yeah, it just went from there, and you guys got... And so I just kind of started opening up and telling you how there's no intimacy in my marriage whatsoever, like no sex, no, for years. There's no connection. There's... We don't do anything. It's like living with a roommate. Um... I'm not happy. I think about divorce all the time. Um, yeah, and I was just sitting there as I was saying that stuff to you guys, thinking, like, what the f- I cannot believe this shit is coming out of my mouth right now because, like, I've never... It was, I mean, it, when I say years, it was years. Like, I was married 11 years, and it was probably pretty much the whole time. Uh, I was unsure, I'd say, but, like, the last half of it was definitely a lot heavier to the point where I was completely ignoring or burying that voice inside of me saying like this isn't right and I'm not happy um because that's the easiest that was the easier thing to do like yeah stay in your comfort zone yeah I feel like we are holding up a mirror to each other yeah because I even convinced myself oh I don't need Derek to buy me Christmas gifts or take me on dates or like my family yeah like I'm happy Way I, and I was so aggressive with it. Like, I'm independent. I don't yeah. need to be stuck up my husband's ass. Yeah, that's exactly how I was. And I think you saw that because you were in the same place I was. We, yeah, 10 years, we didn't sleep in the same bed. Yeah. Yeah, you were living it. Right. Yeah, yeah, you saw right through. Like I, well, I'd watch you when we record podcasts, and I'm like, Motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker is lying. <laughs> she is not happy. She is lying. That's wild that you knew. Like, that blows my mind. And it fucking blows my mind that that was less than six months ago. 
I know. And here I am day, days out from being legally divorced. Like, it just is, it's been a fucking wild ride. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But it, it feels so right. Like, thank you for doing that. Thank well, you for know. calling me out. Thank you for, I'm so grateful, though. Like, I, and it's funny because people are like, you know, when they find out, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Are you so sad to be in that house all by yourself? And so I'm like, no, it's fucking great. Like, it's what I'm used to anyway. Like, right. no, I'm so much happier. Like, and I don't have any, like, ill will against my ex-husband or anything. I mean, this process hasn't been great, and he hasn't been wonderful to deal with. Right. But, you know, I, when I say I'm so much happier, I don't mean that in a way that's like, fuck him, you know, right. like, it's just more, it's more me, like, that I'm happier with being by myself than I am with him and we're not meant to be together so it's actually like a congratulations more than like I'm so sorry kind of a thing but right yeah it's crazy that how fast it happened I know it is kind of crazy maybe that's why we're all tired maybe because that was a lot yeah very short time Uh Mm -hmm. yeah it's true I know we were like it was like on it head spinning you guys were there for me so fucking much I so appreciate it. Like, I know I've told you a lot, but like, yeah. that was that is what would get me choked up in the beginning was not the fact that I was losing my husband, but the fact that like so many of you rallied around me and like loved on me and helped me and supported me. Like, that was. I feel so lucky and blessed to have friends and family like that. I do, and because um, you think when you go through something like that, it's you're gonna be alone, and that's honestly when people start to reach out and and like show up yeah yeah Yeah, and that's beautiful yeah Mm -hmm. Hmm. do you feel that way melissa that happened for me yep it was mostly women older than me that have been through it yeah that was like we're here to help you to guide you and my situation is different with my ex having wealthier parents and me having no family here, I had to be very smart about the way I handled things. Yeah. Not because I was doing anything wrong, just that money can buy things, and yep. I didn't mm-hmm. have any of it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watching you go through that, I was like, you should be so proud of yourself for how you did that. Like, And you showed up. Holy shit, like standing there, which I don't think it can't prove it if I say it, but standing there with a safety deposit box full of $20,000 in cash because I kept my mouth shut for a year and saved mm-hmm. so I could do it. That's insane. Like, who am I? Yeah. Like a crazy person. Not a crazy no, person. No, that's a, a strong-ass person. person. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a brave person for sure. It takes a lot of courage to be able to do something that's not, and I put in air quotes, societally normal. <clears throat> normal. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. even just, like, religiously us in. Like, you know, all the things that people have against divorce and you're, yeah. like, hor- like, you're a horrible person. You failed miserably. All the yeah. things. Like, when you take, mm-hmm. you know, those. Those decisions take years of quietness to make. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone just wakes up and says, I want a divorce. No. It's silently or. It, see, in my situation, it definitely seems that way, like, from the outside looking in, you know, because 
I mean, yeah, my family was shocked when I told them, like, you know, like, when I say no one knew, no one fucking knew. And so when I first dropped that bomb on them, they were like, wait, what? Like, you're not going to do counseling? You're not even going to try? You're not even going to do, like, it's just done? I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's done. Like, it's been years of me grieving it silently and processing it silently. And, like, it's no secret. Of, I've tried, I've been working on myself for the last five years. And, yeah. um, you know. More I did that, the more that voice in my head was like, "Get out! What the fuck are you doing?" And I just couldn't ignore it anymore. Yeah, it was louder than all the other yeah <clears throat> voices. Yeah, so it's like a weight off your shoulders. As hard as it was to make that decision, to, yeah, it still felt like I took a thousand bajillion pounds off of my back. Yeah, you're ha- you're finally happy to be in that house because there's not like a back black cloud over it. Yeah, and I just had my first uh, holiday without him, and it was not. I didn't feel sad at all. It was because he was never present anyway. You yeah. know, like so, it felt good to not have people be like, "Where where's Ryan?" and um, have to make excuses or yeah, or like have that. him yeah. just be sitting there on his phone, not talking to anybody like that. I took on so much anxiety with that. Um, because it made people feel like they he didn't want to be around, you know? And I don't think that that was his intention by any means, but, like, it was a behavior that he refused to... Change? Yeah, acknowledge and change, so... Hmm. Huh. Yeah, so... That's pretty nuts. <laughs> no kidding. But look at where you are now. Yeah, I'm so grateful. I'm so much happier. All the way around. Mm-hmm. It's funny though because now when anyone bitches about their husband, like the only piece of advice I have is like, "Full divorce him." <laughs> no, mine's much different. I'm like, get away from me with that shit. <laughs> People think it's contagious, and they oh, do. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of it. Oh, with once someone else uh-huh. gets divorced, everyone else gets divorced. Mm-hmm. I could probably see that. I feel like. I know a lot of people right now that are going through a divorce. It's Mm -hmm. not contagious. It's because you're silently suffering. Sure. And you see someone who's going through it, and you start to get curious, and you question, and then now you have this friend that you can confide in. So it's not contagious. It's giving you a safe place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's Yeah, if that's what's best and healthiest for you, then by all means, bow out. Get out of it. Like that. Don't stay in something that doesn't serve you and that isn't true to you right and if you're religious take take the god part out of your ceremony for crying out loud they gave me the choice at the courthouse what what when derek and i got married would you like to include the part about god god or oh yeah what do they sure say, like, I don't know. under god or whatever I don't fucking know yeah oh yeah 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 I know. when, so when you get married breaking a vow to a person and not a person and god because not God's not gonna shun you for not for not. Oh, it depends on who you ask. Yeah, but also like if you, I mean I'm just thinking it's at the end of the day it's you mm-hmm. because you get one life. At the end of the day, you're not happy and you're not listening to that inner voice just because you want to please other people and all those things and like that is also like a daily occurrence too of just like listening to yourself and realizing all those things. But mm-hmm. if that voice inside you is louder than all the other voices, you gotta listen to it. Yep. That's my advice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also, I have a tendency to not listen to that voice either, but but well, it's just a daily practice. It is. That voice was screaming at me every fucking day. But because of society and what people would think of me and 
I would feel like a failure and I took vows and da 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 da. I stayed way longer than I should have. And I actually I think I hurt people in the situation more because I did that, you know, like not that I would have gone back and done it differently because I wasn't in the right I hadn't grown enough to do it sooner, like I didn't know what I was doing, but uh now looking back had I done it sooner and knew how to get more in touch with myself, um, I could have saved, I think, a lot of heartache um, for a few a few people involved. Yeah. Um, I, I stayed quiet too long, for sure. And I can admit that, and I've apologized for that, and I've owned that. Um, but I also don't beat myself up for it because I didn't know what I was processing. I It took me that long to process sure. and what get did, there. Um, Jan always tells me, you do what you can with the information you have in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I also saw a really good quote. Hold on a second. I don't know if this pertains to it, but I wrote it down. It's going to be random. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, roses are red. Violets are red. <laughs> no, okay. Your immediate reaction does not tell you who you are. It is how you decide to respond after the reaction that gives you real insight into how much you have grown. Mm. Your first reaction is your past and your intentional response is your present. Young Pueblo. Yeah. Like we all have a tendency to do things and say things and all the things, but you were taking the time to process. Yeah. And yes, you like you had just said, you just admitted that you yes, you probably should have done it sooner, but mm-hmm. if you did it sooner at the same time, like who's to say it would have been like that's the whole thing. Like we can go you could say what if and all the things, yeah. but there's no point in doing that yeah. because it's right now. Yeah. It's right here. It, wa- it wasn't, your... I wasn't ready then, no matter what way you cut it. Yeah. Um, and like a big fear of mine too was if I did say it out loud, would he leave? And he would have. And what if at that time I don't think I felt ready for that. And this time I did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot that factors in and. Mine wouldn't go. Mine would not go. Yours wouldn't go. Well, mine's not really going either. Yeah, mine but, just went yeah, next but, door. But here's the thing with yours: it's yours is different because it's you different. have kids involved, yeah. and yes, yeah. I and I, I didn't want, but still, there was never that moment. I feel like most men have where there's like she doesn't want me here, I'm fucking leaving. Yeah, and he's like, get comfy. Thank <laughs> going nowhere. Well, mine mine went next door and got comfy, and now we're neighbors, so that's fucking fun. That's so fucking weird. Oh, have sex God. on your back porch. So. <laughs> it is so <laughs> inconvenient. Hopefully that, hopefully that won't barn. last long. But, huh? At least there's that big pole barn you can't yeah, really see Yeah, I can't really see the house, but it's just. It's just. It's the, just the, the, even though. Even the objectivity though, that feels, he's there. Yeah. My favorite story about this. <laughs> Is the tree, the love tree. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, my God, yeah, when when he first found out. Fucking <laughs> okay, maple. So my maple parents, tree? I got us our uh, maple tree, yeah, red maple, for our anniversary. It was in June. Was this and year he, that, he, that, that he got it for you? Uh-huh, in June. And he had just planted it, like, weeks ago. And uh, when he when everything went down, he found out, and he was heated. He drove home and ripped the tree out of the ground, <laughs> smashed it over his knee because it was like broken half, and then chucked it at our house because it was leaning up down by the side of the garden. See your first reaction. Oh my god! Yeah, he mm, he was pissed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a good one. 
Garrett found my freaking six thousand dollar wedding set. Threw it in the bay. God, what? At least pawn it and get Maxwell's, money. Maxwell's Maxwell found out about it. He's like, Jesus Christ, Dad! You could at least take us to um, <laughs> what is that bowling place? Lucky Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> could have took him to Disney. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's he still brings it up like. Max? Max? Every couple of weeks. I can't believe Dad just threw your ring in the water. Like, we could have done so much. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is. I don't think I could have done that. I don't think that. he did. I think he pawned it and didn't tell me. It's oh, you do? Yes. Yeah, I do. Too. I, I don't think he he'd throw $6,000 in the water. It and it was doesn't... more than that because it was a bunch of loose diamonds I had that I was going to have put into studs for Charlie. And then it was, like, some other ring that was Ugh. expensive. Why? Why? When you're in the heat of the moment and something triggers you, you just get pissed. All you do is see red. Yeah. That's something I've had to work really hard on through this process. Is you did so good. Yeah, you did I so did good. I did good with that. I, I just kept telling myself that if I react, it, there's already enough on my plate. There's already enough to go through with this whole process. Like, if I react and I fight with him, like... That's just going to bring on so much more anxiety that I don't even need and so much more worry and regret, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, that it kept me, it kept me grounded by reminding myself that constantly, like, don't, don't react, don't react, even though I got fucking poked and poked and poked. Mm -hmm. I just, I chose not to because, to protect myself, mostly, not because I was trying to protect him, it was to protect myself from unnecessary backlash. Yeah, and like. Um, feelings of sadness and overwhelm, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> I feel like Alice hasn't. Alice hasn't what? Divulged anything? Yeah. yeah, you haven't really updated much. Well, your breath work, that's yeah. new. But what else has been happening? Mm, I mean, I guess. <clears throat> I don't know. We closed a big chapter in our lives, I guess, back in September, mm-hmm. right before my uncle died. Um, closed a chapter on having kids. Because we've grown. We've, like, looked back, reflected. Because we've always done this. So we did a procedure in 2021. Or is it 2020? I think it was 2020. 2020. December, like, October of 2020. I remember you coming in to see me and then having to get home so you could get your... Shots. Shots. Whatever, yeah. They were being delivered. Yeah. So we were... Because we've been going through that fertility thing for about nine... Eight and a half years, and then 2020, I think COVID happened. COVID did happen, obviously. And I had been talking to people, and they're like, you should just try again. You should just try one more time. Just try IVF one more time. So I was like, okay, everyone's telling me to do it. I guess I'll do it. (laughs) So we did the whole thing of, like, creating eggs and getting the embryos and stuff like that, and we created five embryos in 2020. And And then I think... No, it was, we were going to do it in 2020. We did it in 2021. Five embryos. And then we kind of just, we were like, oh, it's not the, not the time. So we did a fresh transfer. It didn't work. And they're like, well, the next thing will be like a frozen transfer, which is freezing the embryos, growing them, and then transferring them rather than after a fresh, like, um, retrieval. Mm-hmm. Um which I guess has a higher percentage of pregnancy. 
But I think at the time, we were both just, I don't know, I was mentally exhausted, so we kind of just decided to put it on hold. And every quarter, I guess, we would typically talk about, like, hey, like, what's your thoughts about this? And it never really seemed like a really good time. And then I think it was August of this year when my sister came home. Uh, It was a kind of a very triggering conversation, which... You know, I know she means well and she loves me and is coming from a place of love. Um, and also her religion, which is completely fine. You know, I've accepted that. I the, For the first time, I felt um, kind of judged for not doing anything with those embryos. They're just, you know, sitting on ice. Um, and so I was like, I didn't tell anyone except for her. That Eric and I had like a very in-depth conversation about, you know, like, having kids and you know why we wanted to and all the things and we're like okay you know he was like well we need to talk about this because you know I'm 40 I'm at that age 45 and he's now 46 and you're at your age and yes age plays a factor and and all of that and I was like well you know let's just try it let's just just do it and I just felt like so much pressure because I felt judged to do something because I wasn't doing something with these embryos, even though at the end of the day it was my choice along with Eric's choice. And um, had that conversation and told her, you know, we ended up having a good conversation about, like, you know, why Eric was scared and, you know, he was very scared at the beginning of, like, not giving me what he thought I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, because we was what we both wanted. Um, so he was really scared about that. He t- also talked about why um, he drank a lot because he was really scared <laughs> and um, nervous that he wasn't going to be able to perform and all the things. So he like drank to cope. Finally, like he let out some emotions, and um, so we're like, okay, well, I guess we're doing it. We're going to go go ahead and do it. And then, like, we talked to the doctor, got back on the schedule ordered the meds again, and it wasn't going to be so invasive. It was still going to be shots, but it wasn't going to be as invasive. But I, there was part, of, there was something inside of me that was just like, that voice. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to listen to yourself. You really need to listen to yourself. And this voice has always been there, but it was never, like, I always shoved it down. Like, no, it's fine. Like, no, like, that's not, no, like, look at all the money you've spent. Like, why would you waste all your money on all the things? And, mm-hmm. um... So, long story short, we made a decision after, really, I sat with it for about three weeks before even talking to Eric about it, of, like, I need to sit with myself of of what it would look like if we did have kids. And who's to say? I have no idea what it would actually look like. But for someone who has not had control over anything over the last nine years... (laughs) If someone can finally get a little sense of control, and, like, we all want control. We all want to be able to control things, and I, you know, it's part of being human in Mm -hmm. in a way. Um, I'm choosing, I was choosing to control this moment, to not go forward with um, the transfer, which we had to, um, which was supposed to be at the end of October. And uh, so I kind of sat with that, sitting with it, and... I think I told, I think I told Melissa. I get told a lot of things in panic. <laughs> <laughs> like when you, you skipped over the whole part where you're just going to give them away. You come in one day, 
and you busted the door oh. like freaking Kramer. <laughs> I don't want the eggs. I'm getting rid of them. I'm like, wait, wait, no, no. Yeah, you did say that. Don't do it yet. Just give us six months. And it was, right? Oh, yeah, I think it was. I mean, no, I think it was two months, honestly. I think I just... Between all of our stuff, it's been... It's been been a lot. No, that's true. Yeah, so I guess it was was August. And we decided to be done in September. So it wasn't very long. But also, I feel like this has just been something that I've been thinking about. And I never really actually listen to myself I was always like oh well the kids want kids or the kids want siblings and Eric's like he did this whole vasectomy reversal and we did all of this you know year long of trying and then doing this whole long process and all the money and energy and all the things that we've done I just felt so bad I was like but I don't want to and knowing full and well that we actually created embryos um and however you know people can look at embryos and and that's ultimately Everyone else has their own opinion, but at the end of the day, when I looked at it and when I sat there with it, I am very happy with the family that I have, my two stepchildren, who I consider them my kids, and I look at Eric's age, and I look at my age, and I look at all the factors that go into it, you know, um, you know, Eric's, you know, um, I guess I'm not even with substance abuse, because it's not alcoholism and and things like that that play a factor into it and um and I look back of where I was three years ago and where I am today and I'm a completely different person Mm -hmm. my like we just started our business um I finally felt like I was doing something for myself I was listening to myself I'm not like stressing over work or anything like that and Yes, you know, could I have a baby? Would it be great? My best friend just had a baby a year ago. Like, oh, I could do it because of that. And I'm like, there I go again of, like, doing it because of what other people wanted rather than actually listening to myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, is this what you really want? Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. You don't. You have the control. And this is, and it's not necessarily, like, a fear or whatever and how, you know, my sisters kind of put it was like, well, just let leave it up to the universe, leave it up to the divine timing and all the things. And if it's meant to be, it's it's going to be. But I'm like, but honestly, I never even wanted that chance. Like I just didn't. Like I am choosing not to, because I don't want to, and mm-hmm. I have that choice. Mm-hmm. So we made the hardest decision, I guess, of our entire lives, was to donate our embryos. Um, and I talked to a therapist about this. Talked to like my. Um, energy person Joan talked about what it would be like what it would look like for both situations um we talked to the doctor so it was a lot I mean I guess it was only two it was two months but it felt like such a long long process of talking to people talking to each other is this what we really want is this what we don't want and like going through back and forth and back and forth and then actually having to fill out like donor information um like going through your lengthy history of, like, who, like heart-to-heart disease and all the things that they want um, to know donating the, donating the embryo. So we donated. We ended up making the decision and donating all five of our embryos into the donor program um, with the Grand Rapids Fertility Center. And um, for the first time, like, I'm actually listening to myself. There was a, yes, there was a little sadness and a little whatever. At the end of the day, we both said, <clears throat> yes, it's our DNA, but it doesn't, define 
who that baby is. Because mm-hmm. that baby is then going to have parents who actually want the baby mm-hmm. and who are trying and really loving. And yes, we have so much love to give, but it feels really good to be able to finally make a decision that felt right with, like, even when I talk about it right now, like, I don't get emotional over it because mm-hmm. it's not like something I really, because when I really wanted it, it was because I was, it was in spite of a lot of different people. It's because society, friends, mm-hmm. all the things were having it. I have a question. Sure. I just thought of this. Like, did, in any way, did you see a baby as a doorway out of real estate? No. No? That's what I would use it for. <laughs> no, I was talking to Kendra about it. It was a lot because of the attention yeah. that I would potentially I receive. Yeah, like receive attention of, you know, like baby showers and to be able to like it maybe experience the thing of being pregnant. But then I was just like, I don't know if I can actually see myself pregnant. And then I like just like adding more people to the planet and all the things. I don't know. Like there's just so many different factors. And at the end of the day, I keep telling, I told Eric, I said, if, and I actually got to enjoy being married to Eric for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then we decided it was so different because I was thrown into yeah. being a mom. Um, like I couldn't, I'm like, I should, like, I would have been fine not being like a hands-on stepmom, but that's not me. Like I'm, I was very involved in the, in raising these kids and, um, you know, and Eric's ex, ex, like we, she like wishes me happy mother's day. Like, so I, I've been involved. So it felt like these are my kids. Um, so it would be, it would have been so different if I actually got to enjoy him, him, before because like we got married and like the next day we had to go pick up the kids yeah we didn't have a honeymoon like it was so it was so different it was like a you know and being a stepmom is 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 hard it's definitely a hard position I wouldn't ever change it um but I look at like I look at our kids now it would be so different if it happened six years ago because both kids would be still in school Mm -hmm. they'd still be young they'd actually have a relationship but it's like when I was born my two half siblings were like 19 and 20 and I look at the kids that they're like 19 and 17 so like 17 and 19 years apart but it was it'd be just a whole different thing and I guess selfishly or I don't know if it's necessarily selfishly but it's just kind of like kids bring joy Mm -hmm. totally understand that it's not all the time hardly ever I've heard from multiple people and (laughs) people's it's it's a hard job and it's a hard thing to go through and all the things and all, I mean, Melissa, you could probably speak more onto this. And I know I've struggled with the kids, you know, ups and downs and all the things. And at the end of the day, like, I love those two, like they were my own. So I didn't really feel like I needed to go through all of that again. And I have my best friend's baby who I'm so involved with. And I was like, and I just want to enjoy my husband for the first time ever. I just want to be able to like travel and do all the things. And selfishly, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I and I don't feel bad because at the end of the day, it's my choice. I feel like being a stepmom is way harder than being a biological mom. It is hard, that's for sure. There are times You've where... Done, I could never do that. I won't even date a man with young kids. Yeah. I won't. It's hard. It was a hard... It was a hard I will say, too, that like I... And the way you did it, it's hard. Yeah. That's true. There's... Well, rest in peace. But there's other stepmoms. That did not do it like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I also think I just, I think because I wanted kids of my own at that time, so I was, like, going to do anything I 
in my power to make these kids feel loved. And, um, and obviously, you know, we went, like I said, we went through like a lot of stuff, you know, the last nine years. But I think that that, that kind of, that so that big, huge chapter closed to now to focus on, I don't know, I consider Waterside Wellness my baby. Well, think it when you get down on yourself about all the money you spent, what do you think? Kendra and I fucking spent on our marriages. It didn't yeah, work. fuck. <laughs> That's true. Well, it was a lot of money, but also at the end of the day, like I wouldn't regret it because right. it didn't happen. Like I didn't get pregnant all those times for a reason. And I've said this to you before: any woman that wants to be pregnant and has the means to have that financially, whatever, naturally, she's going to do it. So there was something there. Right. That's true. Yeah. So that was the big thing that happened with me. I mean, you know, that you I've talked about it. Like, oh, I don't want kids, and I do want kids, mm-hmm. and I've changed my mind so many different times. Mm-hmm. But, it, like, for the first time ever, having this conversation with my mom, with my sisters, with my in-laws, with... We haven't had it with the kids yet, but um, I don't think either of them listen to this podcast. <laughs> but we'll, you know, we'll have to let them know at some point that we've just decided not to... Um, that we've donated those embryos that they might have, like, a half-sibling somewhere, but just DNA. It's not, like, I mean, I know DNA is, yes, DNA is I have a question. So when you donate embryos like that, can they, can those kids find you? Yes. I I know you don't know if you want that or not, but I I want to see what they look like. (laughs) Right. Um, So, yes, they've, there is, like, a website that you can see. You can actually call within a, uh, after a year, um, call the actual fertility center to see if the embryos actually um, survived the thaw because uh-huh. they have to unthaw oh. um, and see if those, if they actually grew because they probably grow them a little bit bigger um, and actually if they were accepted from a family and if they actually were actually, you know, like carried to term carried to, yeah. and to actually have. So, yes, you can find out all that information. And then there are a couple of different websites that have, because um, I'm assuming embryos have numbers and things like that right. that you can go into the database to see if it is like a child was born well and that child can find you if they ever want yeah to. i think we we ended up doing um there's a f- like on the form you can either put like just you know um, a married couple uh-huh. or just like a heterosexual but we checked like that all fam like anyone who was seeking to have a baby because there were like single dads in there single moms Aww. in there um and I think we put on there, like, it's open to potentially be discovered, if, if ever. So it's not like, and I, I look at this whole thing of, like, oh, this person is going to be like, why did you give me up? No, no. because I'm not, it's not yeah. like I'm their mom. I'm no. not, I'm biologically. I don't even know how, like, I guess for me to wrap my head around it, like, the way my sister's like, you're biologically their mom. I, I don't, I don't know. And I can't say this because I don't want to necessarily piss people off but like my opinion of a mother isn't someone who shares dna right yeah i agree because i'm a mom and i biologically scientifically yeah you are like you're you'd be called the mother of that embryo that child but like you're not also like the mother is who's the one that that child's known from day one that raised them as that motherly figure you know like I'll know that baby if I ever see it on the streets by yeah, his yeah. eyebrows. Yeah, I yeah. will know. Because um, Lila, 
Yeah. Can we say her name? Yeah. Um, she has her dad's eyebrows. Oh, yeah, she mm-hmm. does. She has some good that, eyebrows. That baby mm-hmm. has those eyebrows. <laughs> like, oh, are you Eric and Alice's And then it friend? answers you in an English accent. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, I know who your biological parents are. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, see, that's the whole difference, too. It's not like we're giving up, you know, we're having this baby and then giving it up for adoption. Right. It's not even technically living. It's frozen. I think it's a beautiful thing that you can give that away to someone who... Really wants it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome that you did that. Yeah. And that's what the therapist said. She was like, it's a really big decision, but you should celebrate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That you did that. So we ended up celebrating and then found out that my uncle passed away. Oh. But oh, we that's why to, you went to... Yeah. Oh. The homestead was like our little getaway to I like wonder celebrate. where that came from. I yeah. thought it was just like a little sweet thing you guys did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just kind of celebrate our decision. Aw. But then we had like a... But it was also kind of like bittersweet. It was like a giving away of like potential birth and then death at the same time. Yeah. So it was like a full circle kind of thing. It mm-hmm. was kind of... That's beautiful. Yeah. Huh. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. Yeah. How quick can those babies be... Pushed. Thaw. I don't know. That's the whole thing. I think it just depends because, like I said, we had to ex- we had to explain, like, Eric's um, side of the family, like, both maternal and paternal, like, uh, like gout, um, heart disease, heart attack, like, all the background information, <coughs> health background information for both sides of the family. Like, my aunt has cerebral palsy. How old was she? Like, my uncle had a heart attack. My father-in-law had a heart attack. Like, all those health questions you had to go through, this whole list of things um, to fill out. I'm sorry. I didn't mean just the gout. Just the gout. The gout. I know. It's, gout. Why is that one so it funny? Is, I don't know. Gout? It's like, gout. Why, does, why does you need to know that? But I guess you do. Um, so, yeah, it was very interesting. But it was, we both feel really good about being able to not have that because it was always there it was always like hanging over our heads or always under the rug we always just push it on the rug like it was just like okay why do we keep doing this if we really wanted to do it we would actually do it right but we kept pushing it under the rug because it was never it just never felt right yeah so you guys will have i mean enjoy each other and then maybe potential grandchildren yeah mm-hmm. i mean yeah we've got emory he's 19 He's got two more years of college, and I'm not trying to force them or, right. you know, push them by any means, but, um, you know, you know, Maria having her baby, Mia, so just, you know, helps the fact that I get to, like, have that baby. I have her kitchen ready to go. I just oh, need good. to put in my car, and she'll come upstairs with me, and she'll look for you, and then she's like, ugh, you'll do. <laughs> Whatever. Ooh, Mia? Yeah. I was her first name that she said after Mama, Mama and Dada. And Alice isn't an easy name. No, she calls me Ass. Ass. <laughs> it was Allie Aww, for a while, cute. but it's Ass. 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 <laughs> that's great. I know. <sighs> Plus, I get to be like with my nieces and all that stuff. And like I said, my my sister, like that one conversation. I'm very grateful for that conversation, even though it it ended very. Like, how it, I walked away from the conversation, like, very pissed, but also, like, understanding, and um, that conversation had to happen, and it was a good conversation, and, yeah. I'm glad you have clarity on all that now. Yeah, Because it was heavy for you for a long time. Yes, it was. A lot. Mm-hmm. And it always felt forced, too, like, always, even, like, the multiple, you know, 
sessions I'd have with Joan who helped me with energy and all that stuff, I always felt like I was forcing it. Mm-hmm. That's the catch up with me. Eric is old. He's 46. <laughs> now that... Yeah. Before I try, I try to tell you, it wasn't old because I wouldn't be encouraging, but... Geez. I mean, if you think about it, like... When he graduate, that potential baby graduates from high school, uh, 47 plus. 20, that's 67. Yeah, that's basically like my mom having an 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. And looking at that, I was just like, the quality of life and Eric being your, around and my grandparents and all Your mom is things. thriving. No, I'm not saying <laughs> that. I'm just saying like, just, you know, I just, no. I get it, yeah. And men, and they get, yeah. 67, memory starts to fade, all the things. Gout sets in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Gout. You start dating these older men, there's gout. That's why I went younger. Five years younger. (laughs) I hate yes. I went five years older. Uh Uh-oh. He's going to get that gout. gout. (laughs) It is gout season. Stop. (laughs) It's true. We call him. Oh, my God. What? He's had gout twice. He has? He has. <laughs> Wait, what's the cause of gout? It's arthritis. It's like eating a lot of that acidy food, like like steak and stuff, right? Well, no, like um, salami and bologna oh. and pickled stuff. Oh, I love oh. pickled stuff. It settles in your joint. Or oh. It inflames joints. Like pickled eggs? Yeah, all that stuff. Really? Where the oh. hell are you finding a pickle egg in Michigan, northern Michigan? I found them. Where? I don't remember, but I've definitely had them. Flint? No. Oh. I don't go to Flint. At a gas station? No, hell no. I wouldn't eat that from a right. gas station. That's where they sell them down south is in gas Ew. station. And the pe- pink liquid? Hmm? They're in pink. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, but isn't pickled stuff good for your gut? Oh, it's 333 right now. Gout is more likely to occur in men than women. Oh, well, then I'll just keep eating pickled stuff. <laughs> Just buy like healthier pickles. Eggs are pi- eggs are healthy. Well, I mean, as far as the chemicals. So are these are the oh, see. notorious risk factors: drinking alcohol, sugary drinks, eating foods with high fructose, having a diet rich in purine, organ meat, beef, lamb, pork, tuna, trout, sardines, anchovies, 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 scallops, and mussels. Eating a lot of fatty foods. Fatty foods. Yeah, that's why I thought it was from fatty foods. Water pills? You can... Water pills? What? Dry out your joints. Oh. Or wait, the water pills to treat gout? Diuretics. <clears throat> treat it? No, taking some medications may also increase the developing of gout. Vitamin B3, aminosuppressants. If you feel like your big toe, knee, elbow, or other joint is on fire, then this is a high yeah, chance you're suffering to- Oh, that's gout. what it feels like? It was in his big toe. It's a big toe. <laughs> This is usually only one joint is affected. In most cases, it's a big toe. And then he said, uh, "I, the personal trainer had me doing deadlifts with dumbbells, and I feel like my arthritic finger is acting up. I'm like, I don't think that's from that. <laughs> he was like, cool. I'm like, you don't use your finger to lift. Like, and I was trying to like get him to know what I was trying to say. Yeah. He goes, but, but I had to lift it. I'm like, Think of, have you been doing any other activities with those fingers? <laughs> <laughs> and 
and I was like, maybe, maybe it was when you helped me move my mattress. He's, yeah, he's like, yeah, you're probably. Right. <laughs> he still wasn't getting. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to be dirty here. <laughs> oh god, read between the lines. Between the vaginal lines. <laughs> the lips. Lines of my labia. <laughs> You started it. Mm-hmm. You done did it. Oh, <laughs> don't bark. <laughs> I'm not going to bark. Please do it. If you do it in that position, I'm leaving. <laughs> it's going to waft right towards you. Oh, my gosh, you guys, the sun is out. We accidentally ate enlarged duck liver. I'm sorry. Accidentally? How, how Wait. did you accidentally eat? Yeah, how does that enlarged? accidentally happen? Enlarged? Oh, yeah. Duck and like liver? You just gave it cirrhosis or something? She, they soak it in some kind of milk or something? Ew. Who does? The restaurant. We went to Corner Bistro. We didn't... I picked a small plate that was like bruschetta, but with bacon, fig jam. And oh, that's really good. So good. And then there was this juicy, like, not juicy, squishy meat on top. And I thought it was like pork Squishy belly. meat. I thought, it was pork <laughs> I thought it was pork belly. I'm like, I can only handle a tiny piece of that. It was like this big. The and big as your eye? Bigger. Like two of my eyes. And I didn't eat a piece that big. No. Oh. Mine was like a mar- tiny marble. It was very savory and rich. I'm like, I definitely can't eat more of that. It's too rich. The wait- or the waitress is finally like, that's duck liver. I'm like... <laughs> Ew! I was like, "Ooh, you ate the whole, whole thing. You're so gross." <laughs> Did he, he like it? Care. He won't. No, he won't talk about it either. Oh, he doesn't like it. He didn't like it once he knew. No. Oh. Ew! I'm like, I didn't see duck liver anywhere in the description. Then we googled the name of the dish. Duck liver. Gross. Ew! I can't believe they wouldn't say that. Did I tell you guys? Mitch got me to try lamb heart. The fuck? Why would you? Playing him. Ew. Yeah. He he got it from what? They're so cute. Ugh. He well he bought lamb, which I don't. I like lamb. I like euros and stuff. I hate lamb. Oh, I like it. But uh, you don't eat meat. What? I thought you don't eat. No, meat. No, I eat meat here and there. I've been eating a lot more of it. Did you oh. hear what I told Melissa about her my period? Muscles, her muscles. My, uh-huh. my period was like almost a month late, and I was freaking out the oh, first like yeah, five yeah. days. Um, but I think <coughs> I've been trying to like because I track my period like on yeah. an app and everything, and I like enter my symptoms and everything, and I'm like clockwork. Like I yeah. start on the same day every month, like, and yeah. it wasn't coming, and I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. Um. So I took a test like. At when I was at 10 days la- out, I think yeah. it was 10 days out, eight days or 10 days, something like that. And it was negative. And then I was like, okay, well, I don't, like, I don't feel like I'm pregnant. Like, um, <laughs> so then like, you know how you get like, like a, some women say like, oh, I had a feeling that I was pregnant. Like I didn't even have like that. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't think I am at all. Yeah. Uh, especially when that test was confirmed, I was like, okay, I'm good. Um, but then it was still another like three weeks and I just got it two days ago, three days ago, two days ago, something like that. Um, but I think it's because I've been eating more meat because when I worked at the gynecology office, Dr. Novak, a lot of things, uh, hormonal, like he would relate to meat and like where they get their meat and how like, yeah. you know, cause hormones and stuff in meat. So that's the only thing I could think of that. I'm like that. I bet that affected my cycle. Mm, that's crazy. But yeah. It scared me. I don't know. Like what? Sneaky. Ooh. Yeah. With what? It seems too, it either seems like it's too good to be true or it's something that won't last. Hmm. 
I know what you mean. But I'm try I try really hard not to I think that's our ego that is scaring us. Because we do deserve exactly what you're getting right now. You're worthy <laughs> of that. It's just yeah. You are worthy of that. You both are. For sure. But I know what you mean when you sit back and think about it. Like I think about that all the time where I'm like this is way too good to be true. Like, this can't be. Ha- How did I walk away from what I was in t- into this? Like, he farted in front of him? No, and he wants me to so bad. <laughs> oh, my God, he wants you to? Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, like, he. Has he farted in front of you? Yeah, he's shit in front of me. Like, he. <laughs> what, already? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, he's so open. He doesn't care at all. Like, he's, like, we don't shut the door around here. I'm, like, oh, okay. I'm, like, what if I have to poop? He's, like, too bad, I'm like, shut I don't, the door. I was like, I, I didn't even shit in front of Ryan. Like I, like I, and he's like, well, if we're gonna get to know each other, we're gonna get to know each other. I'm like, this I think, I think is like, I a get little too much. I see. I don't feel like it's too much. It's just what I'm not used to at all. Yeah, at all. I don't know I've shit in front of Eric, but that was after ten years. I don't know. I was just like, all my friends like that are married, like that. Most of them, majority of them, I would say shit in front of their significant others. Both oh of them do. God. Did you when you were married? Me either. Maybe that's how that was our flag. We should have (laughs) known. I no. I told I told this guy like, don't you fart in front of me or be racist? Because I'm done. You don't want him to fart or be racist in front of me. Well, everybody farts. Well, he's got to he's got to go in another room. I can't. (laughs) Maybe. What if it's like in sleep? He goes. What if I? What if I have a stomach bug? I'm like. I don't need to be in the room with you if you're having a stomach attack. Yeah. He goes, well, just know that I would feel the same about you and hold your hand while you're having a stomach bug. I'm like, good for you. I don't <laughs> want you there. <laughs> like, you throw me water and you leave. Oh, see, I don't I don't mind about that. But, And I used to fart in front of my ex, but I, I never have pooped in front of a man. I have a bunch of times. I think Eric and I are just really comfortable with it. I, just I would want, like to have that comfortability, I for sure. No, if I want... Eric, I hear Eric pooping. <laughs> I don't want to be in a room. <laughs> yeah, it's not preferable. I don't want to, like, smell it and no. see it, but, like, no. I don't mind also because everybody does it. But then when yeah. it comes down to me, I'm like, I'm not farting. I'm not shitting. No. <laughs> it took me a long time for me to do that at Eric's house before yeah. it became my house. He's like, you know, because I'll spend, like, a couple days over there, and he's like, you have not pooped the whole time you've been here? I'm like, nope. He's like, don't you have to go? I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I sure don't. And then the second I get home, I'm like, oh, I got a shit. <laughs> that happens to me. Yeah. I feel like I can't poop when we go on vacations. Like, I can't poop the day of or the day we leave. It's so weird. My body knows. Traveling. Just hold it in. Lock it up. Lock it up. That's yeah, my body does that kind of, too. It depends. Like, I have to be comfortable. But if I have to go, I have to go. Same. Like, if I'm in, like, mire and I got to poop, yeah, I'm going to go back there and poop. Yeah. My best friend in Alabama was at Target once. <laughs> she had to poop. She was holding a tampon, sitting in the stall, pooping, and w- looking at her phone. And this lady opened the door. On <laughs> <laughs> and she said, I couldn't do anything because I was pooping, holding a tampon in the air, and reading my Like phone. a used tampon? or Ready to put a new one oh. in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's why I've used the cup. I can poop with the cup in. You can? Mm-hmm. I need to do it. I need, I, every freaking time I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that cup and I forget. I need to get it. Yeah. The Diva cup or whatever cup. There's like a bunch of different kinds. But I want to try it really bad. Yeah. I like it. Do you guys have a certain store you go in where you're like, oh, I got to poop? It's the lighting. Yeah. What store is it for you? 
I don't do that. It doesn't happen to me much anymore, but it'd be like, oh, I don't know. Not anymore does it happen. No? It'd be like mall stores. I've never had that happen to me. I feel like it happens to me at Meyer a lot. <laughs> oh. My house. Your house, yeah. That's about it. I don't think I've ever pooped in either one of your houses. No? You're more than welcome to anytime. Mm-hmm. You can shut the door, too. I don't know if I've ever done that. I've peed. Peed <laughs> both of you have since. I ever have to poop in his house and go in the basement. In the basement, yeah. Go. That's where Eric poops. He does his own bathroom down there. He poops in that bathroom. Yeah, I've decided if I'm over there and i got to poop, I'm going to go upstairs. Because I can at least leave the door open and tell him to stay downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> why, why can't you shut the door? I don't know. He just has a weird thing about shutting doors. You can shut the door if you want to. I have, yeah. but... Yeah. Can you hang a sheet? No. I mean, I don't mind it. Like, I don't mind the door being open. It's more so just someone being right there, you know? But. Like performance anxiety? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, it's coming up. Nope, someone's looking. It's nope. right oh, back up. Uh, just kidding. I don't poop at all. <laughs> uh, that's funny. How do we even get on that subject? I don't know. I Can't remember. I don't know. Um... Okay, well, that's our catch-up episode. Yep. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We've got a lot coming. I think we're going to be talking about uh, Sober Curious. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got a couple episodes potentially planned with some people that talk to spirits. Yep. And talking more about spirituality and yep. stuff. Uh, feminine and masculine energy. We've got an episode with someone with that. We've got, we've got a lot. A lot of good stuff coming up. So stay tuned. And until next time, vibe high. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on whatever platform you listen to. If you'd like to help us raise the global vibration, share us with your friends and family. And if you're really feeling our vibe, head over and follow us on social media at three underscore block chakras.